This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have the Fro Master 2000, aka Light Skin, aka Vietnamese Black Man. We have Khalif Boyd in the house, aka the original Don Benjamin. You feel Don me? Ben- <laughs> <laughs> Don Benjamin. I heard he is not with uh, the, the lady. What's her name? I haven't seen them in a video together in a while. I shall be spreading rumors about everybody. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I have uh, no idea. I forgot. Leanne. Yeah. They were the ultimate the ultimate couple. Yeah. The light-skinned oh. Filipino with the light-skinned <laughs> yeah, black yeah. dude. The light-skinned couple. Yeah, man. What you been doing? Uh, You know, I've been... I'm still birding. I'm putting good use to my uh, binoculars that I bought off of Craigslist, <laughs> off a of dude at 7-Eleven. It, that was very awkward. Other than that, I repolished my weights. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you said that you went to Huntington Beach, right? And you oh, saw a bunch sh- of people. Bro, man. So I went to, where did I go? Costa Mesa to get some sidecar donuts. Now, mm. I'm not, you know, I don't really do desserts and sweets and donuts and all that stuff. But for some reason, I want a sidecar donuts. So I told my dog, come on, girl. Let's go to PCH and get these donuts. So... I drive there, get donuts, and on my way back, I'm driving by Huntington Beach, and I kid you not, there was like, on every uh, block, every corner, there was like at least a dozen people with no mask, no social distancing, just eating together, and then as I'm going to each intersection, people just like, by the groves, just like crossing the street, no practicing of, you know, uh, protection and, and safety, so yeah, they don't give a shit down there. Uh, I forgot who I heard this from, but it was a buddy of mine. He's in Texas. Mm. I'm not sure where he read this, but <clears throat> he told me that, you know, they, they forgot what part of Texas or I'm not sure if it's all of Texas, but they're, they're done with the whole social distancing thing what? and they opened up restaurants or whatever. Mm. Um, and it was like in the weekend that it was like that, like there was like 18,000 new cases of COVID. <laughs> it's like crazy. The thing that's crazy about that is like, I always look, cause I, I try not to pay too much attention to it when it's on TV, but I'm always curious about the numbers of LA versus OC. Yeah. And LA has a crazy number and OC is more of the, who you see on television showing that they don't care and don't wear a mask and they have lower numbers. Maybe there's some statistical reason for that. Well, it's it's definitely like population and stuff. It's definitely population, right? Cause the OC is a lot more spread out because you're, because you're thinking about Irvine. Mm -hmm. Nobody lives next to each right, other in Irvine. Right, right. Everything is like a couple of miles away from each yeah. other versus like we're talking about the heart of DTLA, right. Little Tokyo. And there's a population per like square, whatever, square yeah, mile. Pretty dense. It's really, uh, yeah, really dense. LA is really, really dense. You're right. Because even though you see it's like Costa Mesa, Tustin, Anaheim, like it's very – yeah, I mean, for HP. like I'm, I'm, I'm on that weird scale of trying to figure out what's the good medium for social because it can't be like this forever, right? <laughs> and there hasn't been this this sign that it's going to it's 
it hasn't been as bad as what the statistics have said to be, right? right. They said that half of California was going to get infected and all this other stuff. And some people are saying, well, it's because we have been social distancing, right? right. Which it could be true. Um, but th- the stats are so weird. I-, I don't know what to believe anymore. One day I'm worried. Mm-hmm. The next day I'm just like, fuck it. And not right. fuck it completely, but just like, okay, maybe I won't be freaked out as much. Right. And then, you know, some people make comparisons to Sweden. They're like, well, in Sweden, they have the same population as LA. They don't social distance and look at them. I'm like, yeah, but you're, you're, you're comparing the size of Sweden to the, the square, square miles of how, how big LA is. <laughs> Talking about a cold country versus a city. Yeah. So we're a lot more population dense than Sweden, of course. Mm. So that's a huge factor as well. I think when people want to leave and they want, don't want to be confined, they're trying to find the reason, any reason to get out. Yeah. We're just trying to find a reason for- That's human nature, man. For sure. Like yeah. I, I, I don't know, like even for me, like I'm not wearing my mask as much, mm. right? Because before it was everywhere, whether I was walking or whatever, then I read this article that if you're exercising, don't wear a mask because it's worse because right, it constricts right. your breathing. So I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck now? You right, know? So right. what am I doing? The thing is, yeah. So even going down, you know, back down and I was still doing my runs. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a woman on the street. One woman was like, you know, I could tell she was entitled to it mm-hmm. for me to step off. And another woman, she was an elder. I could tell she was like, just there must have been a senior home across, you know, or, or nearby. And I ran, I went on the street, walked, ran past her, and she's like, "Excuse me, excuse me." I'm like, "Okay," and I turn around. She's like, "Thank you. You didn't have to do that, but thank you." Oh, so nice. I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'll go curse yeah, this bitch." Yeah, out. I was like, "Oh man." So like, it makes me feel good that she feels like I care about my neighbor about her that makes me feel a responsibility to that so i'm like fuck well you know i still don't understand why people still fucking wear masks while driving with the windows up oh that's a little weird i mean i i I guess what some so somebody said it was because it's too exhausting to to take it on and off when they're going to the grocery store so i guess i don't know where you're going (laughs) so i just leave it to like that but that mask is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. i mean if if you got corona in your car you got corona in your car homie that's about it you're pretty pretty much done son like you're killing all your family members that's it oh no you're you're pretty much done at that point if it's in your car i mean to, to put it in perspective um i guess this is the part that resonates with me they go okay well how does it make sense right that you can't find a medium for people to social distance in public parks or whatever, mm-hmm. but we're allowed to go into supermarkets elbow to elbow with somebody. Right. Basically, right? Because yeah. you put these markers on the floor saying that you have to be six feet away. I am Even never six feet away. It's impossible. Right. There's, these, there's these signs that say you can only go this way. There's no way that some... I, every time I've been in an aisle mm-hmm. and I follow those rules, I go... Through traffic is this way. There's always 10 people going this way. And I'm like, it does. What is this? Hmm. You know? So, I mean, in those cases, yeah, I wear a mask. Anytime you go into a supermarket in LA, you have to wear a mask. It's been a while since I've been in a supermarket under those guidelines and um, safety measures that you know, these uh, shop, these stores are doing. But I also do notice that a lot more stores are having lines outside of the store. So I don't oh, know. Sure. I don't know what that traffic looks like when they're like slowly funneling people into the store to not create the overcrowding i feel feel there's i mean because of restaurants i I think sacramento is starting to reopen right now Mm. uh in in um very constricted uh, ways of opening up so what i mean by that is for example like if you're in a restaurant your each table has to be a certain amount of feet away from each other um and they're and they can only and they're limiting the amount of people that can dine within the restaurant Mm. 
which makes sense, right? right so, right. but it, it at least gives them something to look forward to because a lot of these businesses are shutting down. For example, no more soup plantation. <laughs> People are upset. They're like, no more soup plantation. I go, when's the last time you went? They're like seven years ago. Like, <laughs> that's fuck, everybody. Yeah. Dude. That's you everybody. upset about some shit you haven't been to in years. Why was soup plantation have such a grab school, on our? Yo, high school was popping for us. Everybody, you know what it Is was? Is that why? It was the focaccia pizza bread. <laughs> it was the chicken noodle soup, the clam oh. chowder, the free, the, the all you can eat soft serve. So you, okay. So uh, hometown blue- buffet or soup plantation? Wait, a soup plantation, all you can eat? All you can eat. So soup plantation, I think it hit, it hit the right wave of when everybody was trying to get healthy. Uh, yeah. That's when that whole healthy shit started happening and everybody wanted to be a part of that. They were mm. like, okay, well, if I'm going to be healthy, Look at this place. It's all vegetables. But lo and behold, people weren't even getting the fresh veggies. They were getting the broccoli salad, which was mayonnaise and vinegar with apple cider and brown sugar and then bacon bits. And they were getting the macaroni salad, which is pasta and mayonnaise. <laughs> and then they would go to the clam chowder and then they would get focaccia pizza bread and eat it with that. And they thought that they were making healthy choices. What the fuck? I was one of them. <laughs> uh, clearly. I, I hope that's where that was going. I'm not saying that shit. Like I'm condemning you. I'm talking about myself right now. That literally was me. I thought that I was making healthy choices and I left fat every fucking time. You know what? I don't blame you because supplementation was one of those places to be known to like help you. When like Subway was like, like mm-hmm. yeah, I was in that category, that foot long and that veggie sub, whatever. Even just getting an Italian sub. For some reason, Subway really did a good job of tricking people. <laughs> Subway tricked the fuck out of me, man. Especially because <laughs> you were getting that shit so all, much too. all the time, and I wasn't losing no fucking yeah. weight, man. I used but to eat Subway that. said this shit's healthy. Exactly, but then I, I used to switch it up. I'm like, yo, can you scoop out that bread on the inside? Yeah, and then, I remember that. Yeah, I was like, and I get some light mail with that. And either way, that shit was still like 800 calories, and I would down two of them. <laughs> Because I didn't know what my caloric intake was. I didn't know what that shit was. <laughs> so you thought by scooping out the bread. I was like, yo, scoop out that bread. Cause. And put more mayonnaise yeah. in. <laughs> hey, scoop, scoop out the bread. And then I want you to squeeze mayonnaise in the cavity. I, and then after that, I want you to add olives. Don't you dare put a fucking vegetable in there. And then double up the meat. And this boy was like, excuse me? And I walk out. I'm like, I just made a good choice yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get that shit all the time with me yeah, and Dan. Know, yeah, Dan man. used to get, but Dan used to only eat that one sandwich and then not eat anything for the rest of the day. Oh man, he had some really unhealthy uh, food habits. Like he would go up and down and wait all the fucking time. Was it? Did you ever do uh, the tuna melt with hot Cheetos? No, nah, that, that wasn't you? me. Uh, no. That wasn't me if, at uh, all. I don't. I don't like tuna melts. Uh, uh, I don't, it's not that I don't like tuna melts. It's just that. Uh, I feel like every time I got one, it tasted like the tin. Yeah. Yeah. It, wasn't, it, yeah. it wasn't my shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Subway, I, I got the stuff that I knew exactly what I wanted. The stuff that I wanted was, it was a turkey avocado. And I got it with the whole wheat bread because that's hella healthier, right? <laughs> I scoop out the bread, yeah. light mayo. I would get spinach, no fucking lettuce, olive, <laughs> the peppers, tomatoes, uh, olive oil, red vinegar, salt, and pepper. And that was my healthy one, right? And then if I wanted to be even healthier than that, I got the the, the ham actually had less calories than the turkey. So and I got the ham and the landing, y'all. Yep. Wow, <laughs> bitch. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, Did you see the um, people were like up in arms about um, uh, musician was really big, lost a lot of weight, European, British. Oh, Adele? Adele, like she oh, lost yeah. a shit ton she, of weight. It looks like she shed, she shit more. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she shed more. 
themselves by the seashore. She, what am I saying right now? She shed more weight than she had before. Cause remember she, Oh, she had like a little loss. stint where she lost weight. Yeah, lost she, weight. And then she lost more weight. Yeah. I mean, she cool. lost an absorbent amount of weight. I mm. was kind of shocked. There was a photo of her where she was just, you know, standing next to somebody and she looked a little worn out. And I think yeah. that was the photo that everybody was Around. talking about and they were gossiping about oh how she God. lost weight in a very unhealthy way right. without even asking her, mm. you know, yeah, without you even just... getting a statement about it. Yeah, man. I love to build you up. Break you down. It's it's weird because I've been, you know, when I'm on Twitter and stuff and I'm I'm listening, you could tell what's trending by how much things pop up. There are a few people that I follow mm. and they're fans of mine, right? I follow them not because we have a connection. I follow them because they are the most basic human beings on earth <laughs> and they follow the most basic tweets. Uh, so yeah. they're the people that keep me connected to the rest of the world. Because <laughs> I am up here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit. Yeah. I don't know shit about what's going right, on. Right, and so right. when, they, when I know when they retweet shit, that's what everybody else yeah, is doing. I have to know. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so these about it's like 10 or 15 people when they all in consensus start tweeting the same shit and they have an opinion about it i must step down i'm like <laughs> this is this is what's popping right. and so all of them had a tweet about adele's weight loss and some of it was interesting because that conversation is going it's number one okay there's there's this whole hot topic right now it's about fat phobia mm. right i had no idea what fat phobia is right it's like it was like is that a fear of being fat but what they're talking about is people People who are fat phobic are people who look down on people who are fat or some shit like that, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the whole fat phobia thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys could write the actual definition of it. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of aspiring classes for creative and curious people. Explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. They've got classes for productivity, lifestyle, creative writing, film, and a whole bunch more. Skillshare offers creative classes designed for real life and all the circumstances that comes with it. It's always the right time to stay inspired, express yourself, and connect with the community of millions. Right now, I'm checking out this course called Every day minimalism, my friends. I don't like clutter. I don't like junk. And I'm trying to stay as minimal as possible because I'm starting to realize that a clean space is a happy space. Skillshare had something on their courses that helped me out with this. And I would have never thought they would, but they do. And it's dope. Explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash brain. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash brain. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash brain. But there's two sides, right? It's if you're... If you celebrate your health, your not so much your health. If you celebrate your weight loss, if you celebrate how much you became fit from how you were before, if you're talking about how you feel great about you know showing your six pack abs, you're actually uh, a a catalyst to this negative conversation about people who are who are overweight. And so you're a very fat phobic person, mm. and you're a very mm. bad person, right? Mm. And there's the other side where it's like if you are extremely overweight and you're unhealthy, you keep finding reasons to feel better about yourself even though you know you're unhealthy right. and you're just finding things and finding information to support your bad habits and you want uh, other people to feel bad just like you do. Kind of reminds me of like um, the whole dis- controversy or the discussion about uh, Lizzo and Mary Charlamagne and Gal was talking about that. Lizzo was just like, when she shook her when she shook her ass at the Staples game, remember everyone was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, how can you do that? And like, yeah. you're overweight and like, you're talking about not, you know, Talking about fat shaming, but I love my body and I'm healthy. And I, it goes back to my friends, like 
friends trying to lose weight during this quarantine, especially because they have no excuse to that, you know, they're trying to, you know, if I don't, if, if, but if, uh, if, uh, every person that likes this gets like 10 bucks, if I don't meet my goal. Mm. And then it's been interesting watching her friends being like, she'll update us like, Oh, it's been really difficult. I didn't lose any weight. And one person's like, you don't have to lose weight. You look beautiful. And yeah. like, she's kind of obese. Yeah. She's obese. And it's kind of like her friend. It's, it's, it's in a weird place with this. Yeah. Sex. I mean, cause I'm trying to figure out what it's like, right? Because I was extremely big. I'm still on the fluffier side right now. Maybe people might disagree. They're like, no, you're skit. You're, you're, you're skinny. Fluffy? You're, I'm fluffy, man. I still got this and this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and then so I, I still, like for me, I'm about, I float around like 207 to like 212 pounds. That's that's where mm. I fluctuate constantly, right? Mm. Uh, and people know how big I was. I was about 270, almost 280, and I dropped that weight. So if somebody is talking to me, right? And they go, <laughs> you know what, dude? They're like, you were fine the way you were before. That's cool. Right, I'm, I'm glad that you thought I was fine. I I didn't I didn't lose weight because I thought I was fucking ugly. You asshole. <laughs> you know you know what I mean. <laughs> and they keep trying to pep talk me. Right. They're like, dude, you look so good before too. Fuck you, bitch. I never said I was ugly. <laughs> right. What the fuck are you saying right now? Right. You're shitting on me. I'm right. like, what? you thought I was ugly the whole time. <laughs> like what the fuck? Right. <laughs> I'm sitting here yeah. and it's like, no, bro, you were handsome yeah. before, yeah. man. Now you even look better. Like- I never said I was ugly. Who? Why do you keep saying this? And so. When I lost weight, it was it was because I knew I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. Mm. Period. End of story. I couldn't play ball the way I wanted to. I, I my knees were hurting, mm-hmm. and I think what happens to and you know people can disagree with this if you're bigger or or whatnot. This is coming from a guy who's still big and is still trying to you know drop my last twenty or so pounds so I could feel better and make healthier life choices. Um, when you're that big, everyday pain to you starts to become numb because it's just a normal part of your life. Mm. I know there's a lot of big people right now that might disagree, but I know there's a fucking fat chunk of you, no pun intended, that you <laughs> you know what that's like because I know exactly what that's like. I know what it's like to normalize your pain. Yeah. I know what it's like to normalize acid reflux because I was eating terrible food. I know what it's like to normalize my knee pain when I would go on simple walks. I know it's like to normalize wanting to park closer to a supermarket because I know my fat ass didn't want to walk that extra distance, mm-hmm. right? So these type of things is the reason why I'm a little bit conflicted on understanding why, right? And I do get the the people who are talking about fat phobia and, and the forms of, you know, you don't need the six pack. I don't, I don't think anybody needs a fucking six pack. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like if you have it and that's your hobby and goal, I think that's fucking dope. You don't need that. I think you need to make healthy life choices. And then you need to, in order to feel better, right? Because there's a lot of like everyday pain stuff that you're dealing with because you are extremely overweight that you know that's there, but you choose to ignore it because it's hard. It's hard to lose weight. It's hard to make smart choices when you want to be healthy. I fucking know. But then when you look at food in a way that you realize that it's an addiction, that's when your perspective starts to change because it is an addiction. It's weird that if I tell myself, right? When I'm eating this food, like for example, one of my biggest vices is instant ramen. I fucking love that shit. During this quarantine, I've probably eaten about three boxes of instant ramen to myself. I love that shit. But we were walking every fucking day. Every time I ate one of that shit, I know that, okay, number one, I just inhaled a bunch of sodium. Mm. So I need to sweat this shit out because I have high blood. I have have a propensity for high blood pressure. Mm. So, you know, we went on these daily walks. Um, I know the balance in between, right? right? But the problem with some people now especially when it comes to the weight loss, they're confusing some things. They're confusing 
that confirmation bias that they have. So for example, what I mean by that confirmation bias, there I keep reading this conversation over and over in the comments. They go, just because I'm fat, it doesn't mean that I'm not fit. <laughs> Unless you're an athlete, like a linebacker, <laughs> you're a power lifter or yeah. whatever, whatnot, and you haven't done a study on your body, like a physical study yeah. on your body, you have no right to say that because yeah. a typical marker for somebody being unhealthy when they are overweight, which leads to other stuff like like hypertension, uh, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, all that other stuff, and the food that you eat, there's a reason for that, right? There is. Are there people who are supposed to be a little more heavy set because genetically it's like that? Yeah, for yeah. sure, a hundred percent. And I used to tell my shit, myself that shit all the time. I was like, I'm big bone. No, yeah. I'm not. I got regular bones. I'm just really fat. Yeah. That's all that it was. Mm. So we want to do this confirmation bus because we want to we want to believe sometimes the the stuff that we know that we should change because we don't want to because it's hard. We keep trying to find reasons why we shouldn't. Mm. I know because I was like that as well. So when you have this conversation and somebody and we start mixing um, societal standards of what beauty is versus scientific fact of your health, right. that's when this, this weird confusion starts to happen. They go, I keep reading this comment, just to go back to what I was saying, of you are not fat. Uh, or it's, not, it's not you are not fat. It's just because I'm fat, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I'm out of shape. It's like, okay, what do you mean? They go, there are people out there who are who are larger, who are way healthier than these skinnier people who are thin and out of shape. Cool. We're not talking about that. And we, you know you know what that's called? That's called whataboutisms, mm. right? It's called mm. somebody mm. says something to you that's a fact that might hurt you. You go, okay, but what about yeah. this? Yeah. You're never addressing what somebody's saying to you. They go, okay, if you are on this morbidly obese scale, which some people have a, an issue with the, with that title, morbidly obese. So I'm just saying that because that's like the scientific yeah. you know health term, right? Yeah. If you are morbidly obese, right? And then your reason is that I know some people who are obese who are actually really healthy and they're very active. Cool. Is that you? Probably not. Is that because, Donald Trump? <laughs> it's like, is that you? And most people who say that, and you guys can agree with this too, probably aren't that people. Yeah. Because I'm still technically obese. I could say that. Mm. I could say, hey, I'm obese, but I kickbox, <laughs> right? I walk eight fucking miles a day. I do eat what I want. So I'm pretty much okay with it. I got my blood checked, all my triglycerides, all yeah. of the stuff. It's on fucking point. So when somebody says you're unhealthy to me, I'm like, cool, let's get into this fucking gym right now. And you try to fuck me up in this kickboxing match for five fucking minutes. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Right. I can say that. <laughs> I'm going to eight mile hawk. Right. Come on. Yeah, come on. on. Me and Khalees eight to <laughs> 11 mile walk. Yeah. And then let's see what's up. We brought about three, four people. And their feet fell off. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They thought they were in 12 years of slave. Yeah, man. <laughs> These motherfuckers like- It's a Sahara <laughs> Desert in Kenya or something. Like every time I turned around, there was a straw hat on yeah. this motherfucker. I turned around again. This motherfucker got chains on his ankles. I'm like, no, what's going on? Like, I can't do this no more. I'm like, bro, it's just a walk. Yeah, I just want to pick, I just want to right? make a hole. <laughs> so I, I can say that because I'm on the, uh, I'm on the technically obese scale, but- I can show you the activity that I've done, mm. right? Having said that, I, I feel like most people who talk about that stat or that statistic aren't in that range, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. They're not. They're in the morbidly obese range that they, they, they sit, they eat terrible foods, they have poor life choices, and they want to fit into that category. And then on the other side, they go, these skinny people doesn't mean that they're necessarily healthy too. You are 100% right. Mm. Just because you're thin, I know a lot of people are thin. And if I took an image of their insides, it's probably filled with dirt, rocks, and hot Cheetos. (laughs) So I do get that, right? But when we're talking about an indicator of health, when you are, I wouldn't say thin, I would say average weight, 
right? I'm not talking about skinny with the six pack. If you're an average weight and you look at somebody who was more on the obese side, you would tend to think that the person who was thinner is a little more healthy. If you weighed it out, statistically, the person who was the average weight for their height and age, they're probably a lot more healthy than the person that's 50 to 60 pounds heavier, right? So that's the part where I have an issue with. Saying that random thing to make you feel better because you because you know society tends to favor people who are a little more thin and fit doesn't change the fact that you're unhealthy. It doesn't. It didn't change the fact that I wasn't healthy. I was still unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I just chose to change my perspective about food. And now that I lost about like 60 pounds, if I want to lose that extra 30 and get jacked, I know the work that it takes and I know that it's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Do I really want it? If Kind of, but not really. I want it once just so I could do it as a mm-hmm. goal. Right. But after that, I'm not planning to keep it around. Yeah, you know? And then I think too, just to kind of wrap this thought up, it's, People who are bigger like me, I think the bigger issue is, and the reason why people have a problem with it is, why do you have to go out of your way to tell me that I'm fat? Mm. I think that's what they want to say. Mm. All the other statistics about, hey, a big person can be fit too. This person here, just because you're skinny, it doesn't mean that you're unfit. What you're really trying to say is, why do you have to go out of your way to tell me that I'm fat and make me feel bad about something that I already know? Mm. That's the truth. I I truly believe that. This is coming from a fat person. Mm. But- you're trying to battle it with this with this pseudoscience, right? Right. So just be upfront about it. Say, hey, I know I'm big. Thank you for your concern, but I don't really care. So don't worry about it. Wait, this still happens to you in person? Not me. I'm talking about other oh. people. Oh, got it, got People got it, don't really make those comments. I lost a lot of weight now, right, right? Right, But if somebody goes out their way, I think what the real problem is, is why do you fucking care so much that mm-hmm. I'm fat? Mind your fucking business. Mm. And because it's funny now, or it has been for a long time to make some make fun of somebody because they're fat, which I don't understand why that's even an insult to look at somebody and go, you're fucking fat. <laughs> I guess it's kind of funny. <laughs> but <laughs> I, it's funny because we grew up with it, right? right? But if you kind of step back and you look at it, it's like, why is that even an insult in the uh. first place? Why is it that your observation of this person's obesity, <laughs> a humorous thing, right? right? They go, look at this fat fuck, right? Yo, this dude Spice Adams put that thing up on Instagram recently, which Spice cracked Adams. me up. Spice, you know Spice Adams? Ah, ha, ha. Oh, hey, that guy. Yeah, the OG, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. He put up this one clip that made me fucking die laughing, right? So Spice Adams has this clip where he's eating food. He goes, every time a fat person's eating, this is what motherfuckers have to say. So this fool's eating a salad. And like, damn, this motherfucker going down on that shit. He's like, just a salad. I'm just eating. He's like, this motherfucker been hungry, huh? Look at him chomping down on that shit, man. But why don't you breathe a little bit when you eat it? And he's like, I'm eating a salad. <laughs> Which is true. Everybody wants to yeah. make social commentary about somebody's weight. And I think that that kind of fucks with some people's mentality. It fucks with their their self-esteem. Yeah. Because visually, it's so easy to attack. It's all like, oh, you're bigger than normal. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Like, the, the fat joke's the easiest thing to yeah. do, right? I, I've had fat jokes said to me so much, I got Rolodexes of that shit. <laughs> so I can make fun of another fatter person than me like nothing. Because and my of, dad has a folder full of fat jokes. Your dad is, <laughs> <laughs> this little dad is fucking funny, man. He got folders of jokes all day. He had a folder that said ethnic jokes. <laughs> I want to know. fucking fire. I want to know. 2022 is coming. <laughs> I, I want to know. I want to read that shit so bad, dude. Clifford J. Clifford J. Boyd. Ethnic Live jokes. at the Long Beach Aquarium 2022. I've, I've done stand-up since I was 16. I have never, ever had a folder that said ethnic jokes in my life. Hey, that's why. I, I want to read that joke. And if your dad's like stand-up set, he goes, 
So you know these fucking gooks. Huh? <laughs> and I'm like, that's tight. Oh, this no. one had that shit cocked, loaded, oh, and ready. Oh, no. Yeah, but Sorry. people have that, that, that crazy opinion about weight loss. And I think it's more of an emotional thing. I think it's not so much that you want to defend the fact that um, being bigger is um, scientifically proven mm-hmm. to be better or that it's it's okay to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I think you're finding those facts to kind of really just say, back the fuck off me. Like stop making fun of me because I'm bigger is something that I'm dealing with. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know where that entitlement comes from. For people, actually, I know where that comes from. It's from people reading these articles, thinking like, "Oh, this doctor says this." I understand the article to what they think they do, mm-hmm. and then regurgitate and put on the put on other people because they're probably reading that for their own. <clears throat> I don't know education because there's so many information coming about like health and what it looks like and what you should be doing exercise wise and diet wise that you're the person themselves are wrestling with trying to figure out what's healthy. How does that feel? Am I doing the things? Am I rising before the sun and this and that reading these encouraging inspirational stories? And then like you said, like fat people are just so easy to attack and I don't know why that matters to that person other than I just I'm just looking after you. I just want to make sure you're not obese and high cholesterol and this and that. Yeah. But why do you have to go out of your way to say it like that? I don't know. Cause what if what if someone was like, hey, check out this article and then you read it and it's about like fat loss or something like that? Dog, I would die laughing. But I'm a little different though. I'm like, man, fuck you, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, if I was like in the middle of the night uh-huh. and then my brother, right, he's a nurse and mm-hmm. he just sends us over, he goes, dude. Asian males with larger breasts have a 5% chance of having breast cancer. I would, I'd be like, that's fucking, first of all, that's fucked up. Second of all, that's funny. And third of all, fuck you, dude. How dare you send this shit to me? <laughs> you know, yeah. thank you for being concerned, but this is not the way to do it. Yeah. And my breasts aren't that big. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll quit the soy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, let's just, let's just talk about this in general too. There's a reason why they were talking about co- like comorbidity with Corona, mm. that people who were on the obese side were mm. going to struggle with fighting off the virus, right? There is a health issue with being overweight. Yeah. There is. It's, it's hard to argue with the facts and the science behind that, right? Um, it's hard for somebody to argue to me that um, that we, I, th- I think in first world countries, we have a very unhealthy relationship with food, mm. right? But then I also do agree with people when they say um, the, the concept of what beauty standards are really fuck fuck up people's mentality a lot, oh. right? Like you like the whole summer body mentality, right? Yeah. Like you have to look this way before you go out to the beach, right? I think it's dumb. It all starts in your head. Right. You could ask anybody that fucked with me that understood me. Whenever I went to a beach, my shirt was off, whether I was fat or not. Maybe because I didn't know I was that fat. But I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. Like uh, you know, I'm at the beach. I'm I'm gonna go into the water. Do, baby. I'm taking off my fucking shirt. Yeah, I always right. found it weird when I saw a bigger person, big just like me at the time, they would keep their shirt on, they go into the water. I'm like, top. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yo, you fat fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're fat. Right. Just because you have a shirt on, it doesn't mean the rest of the beach or whoever's looking at you. Doesn't know you're fucking fat. Mm-hmm. Take off your fucking shirt. Fuck all these people. Just yeah. be comfortable, right? right? And it would make me feel so bad sometimes when I see fat people mm-hmm. wear their shirts because I would be the fat person in the water just with my shirt off. It's mm-hmm. like that T-shirt, by the way, isn't your Harry Potter invisibility cloak. <laughs> right. Motherfucker, they see you, yeah. especially when the when the shirt gets wet and it drapes over them titties. Uh. <laughs> Dog, <laughs> they know what's up. That should look like a Cindy Margola's wet T-shirt concert, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, you making people a little horny, actually. Uh, Better take that shirt off. Now people try to titty fuck that shit. Oh no! Like, 
I never understood that shit. <laughs> I will never understand that, right? Yeah. And th- and sometimes with those people too, they go back. They go, I don't. I like being fat. Then why don't you take off your shirt then? If you're yeah. so proud of that shit, mm-hmm. be real with yourself. If you don't want to be fat, that's cool. If you want to stay fat, that's cool too. But be honest with yourself. It's just the bombardment. Man, it's just like like the the information is so fluctuating, especially you know Instagram and yeah. like. I want to go for this body. And then like you see his other body that's kind of slightly different than that body, but that body has like 20,000 more likes. and like, you look so hot and this and that. It's like, fuck, I want that body. And then you scroll, 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 see that body. And like, oh shit. And which health plan do I go to? And like, and then just like, oh, now like Lizzo was like, oh, I love Lizzo. Number one, Time Magazine, person of the year, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, I could just beat myself. And now she's being attacked. And like people are like, okay, you can't be fine Lizzo because now people are, are not riding with her. So why aren't you losing weight? Yeah. So people are just, it's just like all these attacks. I mean, the Lizzo no thing when she was shaking her ass at Lakers was more like <laughs> some children up in this It was, yeah, that was kind of crazy. You got your ass yeah. clapping in front of these fucking five-year-olds. Even before that. The, all right, given that stable thing was kind of crazy. It was crazy. But before that, she was being fat shamed. Yeah, for sure. Because they I mean? built her like that when she really blew up and then- no pun intended. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> she, uh, yeah, I mean, and I mean, I guess like if bigger. I were just to think off the cuff, uh, I want to say like, it's even more of an, like an animal instinct for people mm. to want to be with people who are fit because they live longer. Yeah. You know, they, they're mm. attracted to things just on an animalistic sense, just from a primal sense mm. that they want to be with healthier people. And they find that a lot more attractive. I think that's a primal thing that people want. Mm. You know, I think humans, on the other hand, we have, this huge brain of ours. We have all this empathy. We have all this emotion. We're, we're highly intelligent. So we can work past that. We don't need to look at somebody and say, oh, this person's going to bear the fruit of my children, you know, for the, for X amount of years and generation. We can think beyond that. So we have, we have that ability to judge somebody's like beauty and character aside from what they can provide with their ovaries and their fucking semen in their fucking balls, mm. you know? So yeah. that's, it's just a really weird space to be in, man. Like I, because people are asking me to, you know, weigh my opinion on Adele losing weight. And my opinion is I don't give a fuck. Right. I could give a fuck less what Adele did with her fucking weight, dude. Right. Why do you care? <laughs> exactly. If she's happy with it and you, then kudos to her. Right. If she lost weight because I don't know, she was depressed out of her mind, she should get fucking help. Right. Why do I fucking care? I don't fucking care, dude. I could give a fuck less what, what fucking Adele does. I don't care what this woman who's rich beyond her fucking belief who makes <laughs> amazing music. I right. care about her music. That's what I want to know. I don't know what kind of fucking album you're going to drop after you got dumped by your fucking husband. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. so when you ask me about my opinion about Adele's weight loss, who the fuck yeah cares right. i was shocked i was like god damn she looks like yeah. she looked like a deflated balloon like motherfucker <laughs> let the air out right you know yeah yeah very pretty i mm-hmm. thought she was pretty even when she was big yeah, her yeah. face is fucking pretty as hell mm-hmm. but if you're asking my opinion about what her weight loss is i don't fucking care dude right. it's cool like i'm if she's happy that she feels healthier mm-hmm. i'm happy that she's healthy right other than that i don't give up Fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. If you give that much of a crap about Adele's weight loss, you are a loser. loser. You're a big loser, man. Yeah. And you're sitting here, you're gossiping about, oh, well, did she do it healthily or not? I don't know. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. Are you her best friend? Are yeah. you going to call her up? Yeah. Like, Adele, how'd you do that? Yeah. yeah. How you do that weight loss? Do you yeah. do ketos? Yeah. You do ketos? <laughs> yeah. You do Atkins? Does that shit works? Yeah, tell me how how you do that shit. Yeah. You starve in a cave? What happened? <laughs> the fuck, you ain't best friends with her. Right. Let her live her fucking life. If she want to talk about it, then then that's fine. But you know, a lot of people, a lot of these celebrities, they have a lot of power. 
And so uh, they're, they're kind of worried about public perception and yeah. like these the, the youth and how they're going to perceive that. There's a lot of there's a lot more terrible things that celebrities are doing other than Adele losing weight. Mm. Like stop tripping. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Totally. Because I mean, from the time that we saw Adele when she was big and when she lost weight, we had no idea what she was doing. Exactly. She's maybe she was working out. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, unless her friends are like saying, "Oh, Adele is struggling with drug addiction or something like that." But that's not the case. Seems like she's just living her life. That's what it looks like to me. She looks yeah. perfectly fine, man. Yeah. I've never. I've. I don't know, man. I, I. I always. It's weird. Like the 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 whole weight loss concept. Just. I know how difficult it is, and I know how. I don't know. I I don't want to compare myself to like most people because I saw most of my self-esteem or personal issues with humor. Mm. So that was that was the way I dealt with it. So I don't want to make a false comparison to other people because not a lot of people can deal with their insecurities the way I, that I did. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying that I wasn't affected by it, right? When I was younger and you know, my nickname was Fat Cell for a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit used to piss me off. But then mm. I got smarter and I just made fun of them even harder than they made fun of me. Yeah. And then the the playing field was a little even. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like dealt with my my shit that way. But one thing I didn't deny was the fact of how terrible I felt. This fool knows I ate fucking Avenue 26 tacos every <laughs> fucking night. Yeah, man. You're big, dude. Six tacos too. It was always six minimum. Yeah. And then if my brother or somebody didn't finish their tacos, you best believe the dumpster's coming. <laughs> I was going to eat all that shit. Shout out to Avenue 26 tacos. <laughs> if y'all want to know what I ate on a, on a regular basis, like if I told you in general, it would be like lunch, I would eat cotton pie, right? Mm-hmm. That was That was the frequent. So I would get their breakfast plate, hash browns, two pieces of bacon, two pieces of sausage, scrambled eggs, and then I would get like their avocado toast on the side. If I wasn't getting that, I would get their burger with their garlic fries. As a side. Uh, as a side, right? <laughs> and this is like that one meal. And then later on, I'd be kind of full. I wouldn't eat. But then somebody would hit me up. It's like, oh, you want to get some Chinese food? Then I'd go eat some Chinese food. Yeah. Then it's 1 a.m. because I couldn't go to sleep at night. Then I would eat, um, I don't know, like Vietnamese food or Chinese food again. Oh, yeah. And then I get some late night tacos. And that would be a whole day. And that's yeah. what usually would people- JJ Cafe, baby. JJ Cafe. People or, could <laughs> normally feed a whole family with the way I ate by myself. Yeah. And I liked eating. It was really, really good. I developed a palate for food that way. I just kept stuffing my face. But I had heartburn every day. I had acid reflux. And I thought that shit was normal. I was like, everybody got that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would like yak acid out. Because of the uh, the raw onions and the fatty foods I was eating at night, you normalize that. You're like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, I, I would wake up and I would just kind of like have acid come out. And I'm like, oh, it's just the tacos that I ate, but and I would just kind of deal with it all the time. And it got to the point where it was hurting, and I'm like, right. this isn't right. I looked it up. It's like, yeah. well, you're eating high, you know, high fat foods, and raw onions don't digest very well, so it causes acid reflux. It's like, okay, that's what it is. So I stopped eating so much Avenue 26 tacos, mm-hmm. and then um, I also remember we were. I forgot. I was just playing ball at that park in Pasadena, that one that uh, we used to play outdoors. Uh, and then I was like uh, trying to cross somebody <laughs> up and I bounced the ball and the ball left and my body didn't move. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm slow. It's like all these small signs. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't deny it. And after a while, I was just like, okay, dude, it's time for you to lose some fucking weight. Yeah. And that was hard because I had to walk. I used to listen to David Goggins every uh, fucking day for a month straight. That maniac. one podcast. So if you look up uh, on Joe Rogan's podcast, if you look up the, the <laughs> interview that he had with David Goggins, he's a former military uh, Navy SEAL. SEAL. Yeah. Um, if you listen to his story, 
I listen to that story every, every day. day. <laughs> For a month straight, every time I walk, whether it, you're so on that gogging kick, I was on oh. a gogging kick. It was almost, and I did that for about a month ish, maybe even yeah. two months. And it was in between that cusp between spring ish and and uh, summer. So when it was getting hot, so even when it was raining, I remember I just walked. I walked at least a mile. It didn't matter because David Goggins was talking about it's just fucking water, you little pussy. Right. Well, what the fuck? Well, you can't walk because it's water. What's gonna happen? Emasculate your ass. Yeah. yeah. And I just fucking I walked. <laughs> In the rain, rain or shine, no matter what, nonstop. And I had to stop and I researched what foods were good for you, why foods were bad for you, and how it makes you feel. Yeah. I used to not believe in any of that shit. I know. I used to not believe. I, I was going to ask you like 20 minutes ago, like how do you, would you have ever imagined the way you talk about this stuff now that you would be like, would, would it past David believe that you would be and so into this? That's what I'm talking, I'm always talking about that's why I said about confirmation bias. Mm. I just kept researching things that allowed me to believe that how I was living was was something that I couldn't change, mm. right? It's like, oh, I was like, Khalif eats gummy bears all the time and he has a six pack. That's, that's his life, right? I'm like, well, that's how he is and this is how I am. So maybe I'm just born to be fat, right? There's And I started researching people who are triathlete, like they're like triathletes and they're still fat. I'm like, that, that me. Yeah. <laughs> but am I a triathlete? If I was a triathlete mm. and I was that big, then oh. maybe I could fall into that category, but I okay. wasn't. So I kept on trying to put myself into the position of people that kind of fit everything that I still wanted to be without putting in that work, right? So it was like, this person's still fat and they work out every fucking day, but I don't know that person. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know, and I've never tried doing what they do and I never saw results from it. Mm. So I kept trying to figure out things the way I wanted to do it, right? So for example, the first thing that I did was um, I just started doing macro nutrition, right? Yeah. Uh, macronutrition was very hard for me because I didn't look up why these foods were affecting me this certain way and why macronutrition works, right? Mm, and two at the, different things. Exactly. And so those are two different, and you, I kept on looking for this plug and play type of solution and it never worked. So I just stopped all that shit and I said, you know what? Let's figure out what food does for you. Why the fuck is it that when I eat a bowl of pasta and noodles, and why did people, why do they say that food's bad? Beyond, because some people would just regurgitate information. They go, right. that food's processed. What is processed food? Right. You know, that shit bad. It's what, bleached. Yeah. Is bleached <laughs> flour? Why is bleached flour bad? What's the what's the bleaching process for it that makes it that bad? You, you know shit because, you know, bleached stuff is white people. You know, white people are <laughs> devil. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. And then and people move on, yeah. you know? But for me, I was like, you know what? You, gotta, you have to stop being ignorant and let's figure out why you shouldn't eat certain foods and why you should eat certain foods and what is your relationship with food? Why is the fact that when you can't eat this taco, you turn into Godzilla? You know, I can't eat taco. You know, <laughs> I get fucking mad. <laughs> I start breaking shit. I get mad. I remember one time when I was losing weight in that first month, Abe came down the stairs. He goes, what's up, man? You want to go for a walk? I don't want to fucking walk with you fat ass. He goes, dog, I just came down. I just want to see if you want to work out with me. What the fuck? And I ruined his whole day. He went back up because I was, you know, addicted to this food and I couldn't have it. And I was having mood swings, mm. right? And then I looked at that as a weakness. I was like, dude, you're weak. You can't have a taco. And then suddenly you're pouting and you're mad and you're upset. It's like a sugar high. It's the same thing as a nicotine addiction. Why is it the fact that you just because you can't have a fucking piece of bread, you freak the fuck out? That's dumb. Right? right, and so I started to find out a very, very simple, simple foundation. And you guys can look this shit up too. This is just facts, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but it's your body has one. Your body feeds off of one type of energy source, right? So you can go into ketosis, which is keto. That means your body runs off of 
fat, right? That's your main energy source. But how our body typically is, is that we are carb burners. We burn sugars, right? Versus we're using lipid as a way of, of um, as a source of energy, right? right? So when you go into ketosis, you, whatever those ketones allow you to use, you know, fat as a, as a way of energy. Don't quote me on this shit. So when you do, when you eat stuff such as high carb, high fat, you are compounding two high energy stuff together, but your body is only made to burn one of those. So what happens? You use carbs. And if you have too much of that, you have an excess of carbs and then you still have fat. So that's why you have to limit one or the other. But the problem is high carb, high fat tastes fucking delicious, right? (laughs) It tastes so fucking good. And if you start weighing out your foods that way and you go, oh, this is a high carb, high fat dish. I know for a fact this has excess energy. Don't even say excess calories. Say this is excess energy. What am I going to do today? Today I'm going to sit around and be on a computer. Do I need all this energy? Probably fucking not. Mm. Probably not. Pretty good way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I started looking at it. And I was like, I don't need this much energy because I know I'm not going to be moving. I'm not going to be that active. Very simple stuff, right? Even beyond looking into stuff like things that have high cholesterol and all this other things, um, just start with that foundation first. Look at your food. Look at your plate. I have protein, fats, and carbs, right? That's that's the macronutrition, right? And then you start adding other stuff, with the, which is the knowledge of fiber, right? What does fi- what does dietary fiber do for you? Uh, do for you, right? It, it reduces whatever your insulin levels or something like that. I forgot what the science behind that is, um, but for example, people talk about well, you can't have too much fruits because it has too much sugar, but it has dietary fiber in it, right? So it, it helps with Cost, your, yeah. yeah, it helps with your insulin or whatever, whatnot, or managing the sugars in your body or something. So there's that stuff too. Doing something as simple as eliminating processed foods that you normally eat, candy soda, bread helps. Not because those things per se are terrible for you because you can have those. Is because when you add that into your diet, you don't realize how much excess energy you're adding to the stuff that you're, that you, that, for your everyday stuff. Mm. It's a lot of excess energy when you don't move. So what do you need this food for, right? Stuff like bread has a lot of calories because it's made to be used instantly. When we use, when you, when you see people do like highly active workouts, when you see like, for example, let's use a Marshawn Lynch for a reason. That motherfucker loves Skittles. You know why? That motherfucker active. Yeah. You know, I know it seems super, super dumb. It sounds super stupid what I'm saying, but there's a reason why uh, when people go work out, they eat a lot of sugar stuff. They eat sugary shit. They eat candy, Gatorade, yeah, juice mean. drinks. It's high carb stuff. It yeah. gives you that boost of energy, yep. right? Because that's the stuff your body uses immediately. Mm-hmm. So- when you start looking at the food like that, then it makes you feel better about it. Then you start to understand these choices. You make better choices. Right. That's why now, like today was a Send Foods Day. I ate everything that I wanted to eat, and I felt like shit up until recently. <laughs> I had to go home, take a shower, relax, not eat anything, drink a shit ton of water, and I felt better. It's not because uh, fat phobia made me feel that way. It's mm. because my body told Sonya, me, yeah. what the fuck did you just put into your system? <laughs> your body is <laughs> What smart. did you just put in me, bitch? Yeah, what the fuck? is this right <laughs> your body is very very smart and when you damage it and you start to be, have a develop a better relationship with your body uh, you start to understand how these things make you feel mm. you'll understand that yo this salad it probably doesn't taste that great but when you eat a whole day of uh, not just salad but salad clean protein um whatever you can have a juice with that shit too but you have fruits with that stuff right you have some rice you have whatever right but you're not eating a burger with you know, two pounds of cheese on it and then French fries and then you eat that burger again mm. and you're not eating things in moderation, you start to feel sluggish. Your brain doesn't click as well and you right. start to notice these things. That's why I'm saying pain and this these terrible things that you go through every day, when you live it all the time, it just becomes normal. Right. 
that's it. But when you start to feel something better, then you're like, then you could start telling the difference a lot. Mm. It's like, you don't know what light is until you have dark. Mm. You don't know what happiness until you feel sadness. That's the same thing. You don't know what a healthy body is until you have right. healthy habits, healthy choices, and you have a healthy body and you compare it to something you didn't have before. Right. And that's just facts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm totally. I mean, as a reason, like, I guess, uh, at the beginning of the year, I had practiced pretty bad eating habits and just eating whatever. And just, it def definitely contributed to like this brain fog. It just felt like I was like, mm -hmm. my brain just feels foggy and like, it doesn't feel right. Like I was like, Oh shit. Like I've my, like just listen to my body. Like it's just like, uh, instead of normalizing, which I would have done 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it's like having that relationship with your body. And like, cause when I was like on my health kick and like eating super healthy, like I knew, mm -hmm. I just knew, but then, now that I'm not working out as much or running or working out, like it's definitely shifting things in me that I have to pay a close, uh, pay attention to, and make sure that I don't fall into that, so that I don't develop any kind of issues. Yeah, like down the line. you you could tell those things. Like I haven't done that walk in like because I was setting up this yeah. podcast room for like mm -hmm. a week. Man, I, I had felt, to, I had to run, dude. Yeah, yeah. I felt I've been feeling so fucking weird. Yeah, you know, blocked. So, I feel like. Like the flow. Yeah, like it's the something energy, doesn't feel right. energy. It's just like you're talking We were about. walking eight miles a day for like three, two, three months straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I just stopped in this past week and a half because I had to get this podcast yeah. room set up. My mood was, ooh, my mood was bad. Yeah, it's just like you couldn't clear your head out. Yeah. It's it's a weird thing. And then, you know, Casey and Sochi, mm. they own this place called Cost and Pie. They started doing walks and they're like, oh, I can see why you do this. <laughs> like, it feels good. Because okay. they're always in the kitchen cooking they're with the kids. And uh. they're like, we're just going to walk around the block a couple times. And they're like, oh, I... I feel some mental clarity. It's just that mm. small amount of exercise. Walking doesn't require shit from you. Yeah. It just requires you to do something consistently. Yeah, it's free free therapy, man. It's it is free therapy. Mm. And when I when people ask, well, what's the exercise that you did? And some people still don't fucking believe <laughs> me. I just walked. I literally just walked. And even though it sounds like bullshit to you, it's that let's say you don't burn that much calories. Um it teaches you a habit to do something consistently without failing because mm. that's the problem that most people have. You guys try something. You listen to these stupid fucking ads talking about you'll lose weight in about two months. You'll be jacked and you'll be ripped and it doesn't happen and you get disappointed in yourself when really you shouldn't be disappointed in yourself. You should be disappointed in the fact that you actually fucking believe, believe that it, bullshit, yeah. you dumb fuck, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's not call you a dumb fuck yeah. because I was <laughs> I, I'm talking to myself right now. Like I believed in that shit, right? And instead of, you know, we listen to these ads. We listen to these fucking roided out motherfuckers talking about do my program and you'll be buff in three months, right? right? Fuck you. It's not going to happen because you're not talking about the steroids that you're on. Mm -hmm. You're not. I know people in the powerlifting industry. I know a lot of fitness gurus. I know all this other stuff and they tell me all this stuff and I see it now. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know for a fact, I know the signs when somebody does steroids. Like there's like these huge Instagram people, huge YouTube people who claim, who yeah. claim that they're not, they're completely natty. And they're fucking not. That's yeah. why I love like, you know, you know, Bart was working on this program called Kaizen. That's why I like their program a lot. Their stuff was about strength numbers. And if you wanted to be fit, they gave you a, a right timeline to figure it out. And on top of that too, they understand about nutrition. They're not guaranteeing that you'll get a six pack within two, three months. Mm -hmm. That's why Kaizen was really dope. And that's why I really appreciated what they were putting out. Um, a part of Kaizen, there's uh, there's Silent Mike and this guy named Omar Isaf. Omar Isaf is a very, very intelligent um I want to. I don't want to call him a fitness guru, but in the fitness realm, he knows what he's fucking talking about. He doesn't set people up for failure. He gives them the, the right expectations. Mm -hmm. His physique right now, I'm not sure right now, but before he was showing his progress and even Mike, and it, I, I saw them, it takes time. It didn't take them three months to get to where they were. Mm -hmm. They set a goal 
and it, it it was like in a matter of like a year. And they and they do it, man. It takes a long no fucking shortcuts, time, man. I lost my first month. I think I lost like maybe three or four pounds. Maybe I'm not even sure, but I don't know what it was. But around month two ish, month three ish, I dropped like ten or fifteen out of nowhere. Nothing really changed, but something happened. And maybe my body was like, "Oh, this motherfucker is trying serious? to lose weight." I didn't know that. Okay. You know, I thought, yeah. So it was like, okay, well, let's just drop these pounds. <laughs> this guy in there, he's like, okay, let's see what we're gonna do here, huh? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> two months consistent walking every day. I think this fat fuck trying to lose weight. <laughs> he's losing weight. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> boy. Drop off some of the excess fat near the thighs and the asshole, please. Thank you. She <laughs> it starts going away. <laughs> Let's just picture all this little stuff going here. Uh, hello. Um, uh, excuse me. Um, this is David's breast over here. It seems like mass is starting. Is this normal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fat fuck trying to lose weight. Let it go. Just let it go. But do it slowly so he don't know too much. Okay? <laughs> what is that? Your heart? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's my heart. It's my heart telling my brain everything because I'm an emotional man. Hello, brain. Hello. Can you make everybody else know that David so like trying not to Chinese, be... Chinese, Chinese, Jewish... He's a Chinese guy. Jewish scientist. I know. Hello. Hello. Uh, the calf muscle, he walking a lot. I think we need to build a muscle, please. Give him a little muscle. Like, oh, shit. How much muscle he need? <laughs> don't do too much because if you get too much muscle, it won't look like the rest of your body. Nice, Vinnies. No, 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 man, don't worry. I got the I got the calf muscle. Don't worry for me, man. <laughs> so I don't know what happens, but the body just works out that way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I mean, we were supposed to talk about something else, but <laughs> I think we were supposed to talk about something else, I think. But um, that was about health and, yeah. and fitness. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave in the comments below. I'd like to know about your struggles with weight loss, what you think about you know, Adele going through her her personal shit. This is interactive. This podcast, we want to hear your opinion. This is not just me talking. Let's get to talking. Leave it in the comments below on YouTube or if you're on any other audio platform and they allow you to write stuff, write those comments. iTunes, give us that five star and share this podcast with your friends because we the best podcast out there and we're here to keep you company, homie. Yeah. Hello. Oh God. <laughs> I think David done with the podcast. <laughs> can you please with the the turn off the button, please? All right. Well, Khalif, where can they find you? Uh, y'all can find me on Instagram. My name Khalif Boyd and uh, Twitter because I got these Twitter fingers and I be like retweeting some really dope shit. So he's one of those dumb fucks that I follow. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.